Rich Eisen. All right, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. If you missed the first two hours, you missed a great chat with Desmond Howard about the college football playoff and then a very surprising opinion that he has on the Heisman Trophy uh, voting that's going to take place in the next couple weeks. This just in, Desmond has a vote in the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> um, yes. And we just also had a terrific conversation with Mina Kimes of ESPN and NFL Live and the Mina Kimes Show that you can get where all podcasts are acquired, just like this Rich Eisen show. Um, if you missed any of that, don't worry. Right here on the Roku channel, we re-air right away. Uh, one, uh, one more hour to go in this live show, and then all three hours, and then you can watch us on demand on the Roku channel. Um, uh, portions of this program appear on our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, our Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, at Rich Eisen Show. Uh, also, uh, you can... Uh, you can uh, just hang out and watch us for this next hour and then catch us the next day right here on the Roku channel and call us at 844-204-RICH. The Roku channel, by the way, is free. Uh, Patrick Peterson of the Minnesota Vikings. Patrick Peterson with potentially the toughest assignment in week number 13. Forget about the Niners taking on Tua and vice versa. Forget about the Bengals taking on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and vice versa. Forget about the Tennessee Titans taking on the Philadelphia Eagles and vice versa. There's only one Mike White in the, in the National Football <laughs> League. And he's he all he's a New York Jet. So Patrick Peterson and the Minnesota Vikings coming off York. of their Thanksgiving night win over the New England Patriots. So quick fantasy thing real quick. I've been starting Derek Carr the last couple of weeks, but I finally dropped Russell Wilson today, picked up Mike White. Who should I start? Carr has been terrific. Carr's been great the last couple weeks. Um, Carr against the Chargers or Mike White against the Vikings? <laughs> Food for thought. <laughs> Food for thought. Uh, my power ranking's coming up shortly here uh, on the program, but we have not spoken uh, at all in the first two hours about what started at the top of hour number three yesterday. At this very moment now. is when the U.S. men's uh. national team took on... Iran needing a win, and they got a win because uh, and a one nothing victory. Nil, Rich. One one nil, nil victory. Pardon me, uh, <laughs> because Christian Pulisic put his men's nationals on the line. Put his Pulisic. His on Pulisics the line. <laughs> on the line. Look, what this man did in putting his oh. body in the line of danger to try and light the lamp, if there is such a lamp. His lamps got lit. He, they did. <laughs> well, the, what, what, the, the only lamp and cutter is Aladdin's, right? I don't know. Um, hey, what he did. It was awesome. Put Man. it in the net, and it does appear the knee of the Iranian keeper met the Pulisics head on. <laughs> and he goes down, and he, he also face planted. Ugh. Couldn't finish the second half. And uh, the U.S. men's national team almost didn't either. Um, and the U.S. completes the necessary victory, and they move on to the knockout stage as Christian Pulisic just went right down in a heap. Now, look, I've been covering sports for quite some time. Fortunate enough to be in this position quite some time, not just in this show, but various national television and radio outlets. Um, been at it a while. I thought the worst spin job in the history 
of sports spin jobs was the phrase wardrobe malfunction. Okay? <laughs> I thought. Uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, wardrobe malfunction. You all know that uh, it was a little bit more than a malfunction in that Super Bowl halftime show. But uh, calling Christian Pulisic's injury a pelvic contusion, <laughs> I believe, might be your new clubhouse leader. Doing a lot of heavy lifting. Pelvic contusion. Who's the one who came up with that one? <laughs> I tip my cap to that individual. He got hit in the nards. What are we going to call it? We can't just say, <laughs> you know. I'm just going to put up a poll. Pelvic I, contusion I, or I, <laughs> wardrobe. I just, I, what are we going to call it? Like, I got it. We'll call it a pelvic contusion. And everybody, whatever, and in the U.S. men's national team is like, that's it. Good job. Put it out there. And Pulisic, he went to the hospital. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. There's a photograph of him in his hospital bed saying, I'll be there on Saturday. I'm in. <laughs> he went to the hospital for that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how funny. much of a direct hit it took. But remember when it happened, we all like were watching the replay because we couldn't figure out what exactly happened. Like, Oh, I know, because he went down and, and, and he was holding and his stomach. Hit were very odd. Like, they, he got hit into someone was, and then... I think Jeff Shreves called it an abdomen injury. <laughs> yeah. Because he was holding his stomach, he holding, but like, and anybody you know, out there who's fuck, who's taking a direct know. hit, no, yeah, it goes know. right here. Yeah, right here first. Injury. If I understand. Anybody <laughs> out there who's had a pelvic contusion before knows how it feels. Yeah, don't feel good. Doesn't feel. Well, once a week I get one. But how did that workshop? Se- how, how did the workshop session go for that? For the phrasing? Yeah. Did somebody uh, please tell me somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it's an INT. Like, wait a minute. It's not an interception. What are we wowing it all an INT? What's an INT? Is that a medical term? No, it stands for Iranian nut tap. Ball it. Ball it. <laughs> <laughs> he suffered an INT. It wasn't a tap, so we can't call it that. Oh, my goodness. How just, stressful, though, was I the just second, had to like, second Oh, half. you want to talk about the actual well, game? I was just going to kind of move uh, us yes. away from Dude, this a little and, bit. And the, number, and the number of, again, I just love the casual fans who just have this nationalist moment, want to win this game. There's some geopolitical things on the line, to say the least, and I just use the words geop- geopolitical and things back to back. Okay, so, but everyone just, the number of people who, you know, and me too. I'm just sitting there like complaining about the defense. I know. And all I've been to is an Angel City FC match in the last year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, you, but you and I, we watched the LAFC. I've been to LAFC. Okay. And, yep. and Gareth Bale, who's yep. now out. Out. Wales out, US in. We're sitting there. I'm like, are we, are we playing prevent defense here? Like, what's going on? Just I, we're, all, we're all, we're all, we're all, but there was the, what in that? Uh, oh, 99th minute, Del Tufo, Del, even, even Rich Eisen show stoppage time expert, Mike Del Tufo, you were surprised that the nine minute went above, it went above. Nine, nine minute minutes of extra time. So like, what are we doing? That's almost as long as a, a, a Fox sports college football commercial break. Nine minutes. Got to pay the bills. Got and there was it. one moment where they went they they went to the old VAR. Real, nothing real is quick. more it was uh, just nothing. Like, uh, what the only thing I think more arbitrary since I'm now a World Cup expert, only thing more arbitrary than figuring out stoppage time. 
is VAR. When they when yeah, you go when when the ref goes like this, you know what? This is an international symbol of also anything can happen. <laughs> Absolutely anything can happen. Anything can happen. Some FIFA dude, you know, Sepp Blatter's grandson who probably got the gig because Sepp got him in there. He's the one who's looking at the whole thing and just anything can happen. And uh, I thought, uh, I thought what one of our defenders well, pulled down. He, was like, he, he did give him a little. He had yank, his hand kind yank. of on his shoulder, but then, but they were saying uh, on the broadcast, they were saying that referee famously did not call a penalty on something way worse earlier in the World Cup. So they were kind of confident yeah, like the, that it wasn't oh, going to yeah. get called. Nothing is more oh. rock solid in World Cup officiating than precedence, right? I know. Give me a break. This means. There was You're the effed. feeling, though. I You're thought effed. I thought we were getting screwed. I thought we were. I thought screwed. it was going to be with ten seconds to go. PK with a ten PK seconds. PK equalizer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that's what I thought too. Where it goes in and then blow the whistle. Up, mm. oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> and we're out. We're out. Yeah. That's our World Cup soccer update for you right here. That's More it. importantly, Rich hit the England USA parlay yesterday. Oh, okay. Let's go. I so got we- Argentina Mexico today. And I got Argentina with Messi scoring a goal. Let's go. Okay. Um, more, I guess, germane oh, to the subject matter. Saturday morning. Well, 7 a.m. Pacific. Pacific. 10 a.m. Eastern. 10 a.m. Eastern. United States. Netherlands. The Dutch. U.S. big underdogs. Plus 350 right now. What does that mean? That means bet a, bet a dollar, win three dollars and fifty cents. Oh, okay. So, so we're big underdogs. Well, it has nothing to do with the uh, what's the goal? Like, the, is we get like a um, are we minus a, a one and a half or something like that? Is that how it works? Oh, it, well, it's half. You can get half. Get half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, or plus. We gotta get. We're getting goals, right? We're getting goals. I hope we score a goal. Going against the Dutch. Okay. Dutch minus money right now. So, it's us versus Rick Smits. What do we got? <laughs> I think so. I don't know what else. Famous Netherlandians? No, famous uh, Netherlands. Dutch people. Dutch people, yeah. Right? I don't know. Famous I don't know. From Vincent Van Gogh, so we're just oh. getting, we're, we're axing what? all of our Van Goghs right now. Um, what do you got? Not a lot here, You know actually. what? Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Chris. Rugger Howard? Not, we can't just do this off the top of our Rugger heads. Howard, we can't just do this. Right. We're going to have... No, no, no. Guys, guys. We have two more days we to hype two, we this. We do have two more days. Yeah. So okay, we're, we're so going to we're gonna, we're gonna hype this match in the only way the Rich Eisen show can, which is to take the angle of who, who are famous Dutch people that we're going to have to punk. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah, the guy from Blade Runner. Yeah, Rutger Howard. The guy from Blade Runner. Yeah, one way to put ahead. Rutger Howard. You, you know him. You I don't think him. he's a re- with us anymore, Rutger no, Howard, no, no, right? No. May he rest in peace. All right. Uh, let's Ooh, take a Mella phone call. Melisandre from Game of Thrones oh, is from uh, okay. the Lady Melisandre. Good. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Kyle in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, has been hanging on patiently listening to the first two-plus hours of high-quality content, the Rich Eisen Show. You there, Kyle? Kyle? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta you lower your radio, sir. Lower your radio and let's talk. Lower your radio and let's talk. Uh oh. Hey, I just wanted to. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. You, yes. So, hey, Rich, uh, long-time listener who calls sometimes when I get really some things get under my skin. Uh, gonna say it with my chest and please send a cup of uh, cup to Nick Saban for his tears. How in the world is Alabama being considered for the college football playoff? First, I'm gonna start by saying congrats to Michigan. I'm a Penn State fan. Not a boy. Never to say that. Okay. Uh, 
one loss anyone who was in the top three and didn't lose, you know, doesn't lose in the conference, and they're still in, right? How do teams, especially Ohio State and Alabama, sneak in if somebody loses? Uh, they weren't even good enough to make it through the extra game, the conference championship. Um, and how in the world does any media pundit talk about Michigan or anyone else to strike the schedule if we're out of conference? Alabama played L.A. Monroe, Austin Peay, and Utah. Oh, you know, the, the, that whole thing, and, and I appreciate the call, Kyle. Thank you so much for hanging on as long as you did and, and, and giving us some food for thought right there. Seems like we had an echo or something like that with his phone. Yeah, yeah. So um, here, here's the deal. First of all, I don't think Alabama's being considered. They're just in the mix. They yeah. are, they're on the, well, I guess to use a, uh, a, uh, an urban traffic phrase, in the outer ring, right? I mean, they, uh, they're, they're in the, the, uh, the outermost ring of possible. Like, you've got to have Kansas State blowing out TCU Blow to the point out, where yeah, TCU yeah. is just can't even be considered anymore. And then USC loses to Utah. And then, and then the college football playoff committee puts in Ohio State and Alabama, and then it's up to them to, to, to say, okay, we haven't seen Alabama and Georgia all year. Do we want to see it now? And do we want to play, replay Michigan and Ohio State just a, a month later? Do we want to run it back or not? Or do we want to switch it up and see, you know, kind of do what we just saw in hoops, right, the last couple nights, the uh, ACC Big Ten Challenge. You got an SEC Big Ten Challenge. <laughs> one, one on one side of the bracket, one on the other, and and, and off we go. Um, so I don't think Alabama's being considered in that, but they're they're absolutely still alive. You know, I I, I would say that for sure. And and I'll you know I'll be honest. Uh, it it's it it does come down to as well. There has to be part of it. I don't think they'll admit it. Well, though, I don't, have we ever had a CFP official on this program? Maybe we could reach out or something once it's already done or in advance. But look, part of this does matter when it comes to relevance and ratings and who's watching. And I don't understand why they keep doing this on Christmas Eve, um, New Year's Eve. It's just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. New Year's Eve. All right. So who do you want to watch on New Year's Eve? It really does matter. Who's going to give you a compelling game or not? Who's going to be of interest to you to watch or not? I'd proper to say Alabama's pretty damn big at that. And Ohio State can raise its hand and say we've got that too. As their latest game, a 22-point beclowning. <laughs> was seen by the largest television audience to watch a college football game on Fox Sports ever. And the largest, what, of any network in the last decade plus, I think. Can include any of the family of networks on ESPN. It does so. It does matter. Look, everybody take care of business. TCU takes care of business against Kansas State, USC the night before against Utah. And this thing is all about the seating, and that's the end of that. Okay, you guys ready? <laughs> are you ready? Is it time? Uh, Triple H, are you ready? It's a Wednesday. DJ, are you ready? To the thousands in attendance. It's a Wednesday. I need to call it up. I need to call it up. Because I do, I do remember mostly of it. But here we go. Hit it. Hit it. This is my power rankings. There are many like it, but this one is mine. 
rankings. That's right. It's a Wednesday on the Rich Eisen Show. We got power rankings, and this is going to be the first power ranking to take you into December. Let's go, Rich. Everybody. Look, number 10 on my list last week was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> They're not on the list anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not on the list okay, anymore. Fair. Who's number 10 on the list? I had to look for a team that had a that has a, a, a very good defense and a quarterback that's red hot. Good defense, red hot quarterback, you're going to win football games. And I had to look for a team that might, you know, that's already in a wild card position. Number 10 on the list, the New York Jets. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yes. Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and that rest of the offense had Mike White finding him in stride and a driving friggin' rain. And Quinn and Williams on the front end and Sauce on the back end. Too much sauce. That's number 10 on my list. You just made the list. Number seven in the wildcard rankings uh, and the AFC rankings. The New York Jets, number nine on the list, down a spot. I still like them. I still think they're one of the best teams in the NFL, and they will give anybody a good game, as the Eagles will find out this week. Not even lose to the Tennessee Titans, who are down one spot, number nine on this list. Oh, my gosh. Derrick Henry fumbled into the end zone. That's how Traylon Burke scored his touchdown. And then the Bengals, they made it. The Bengals were just a stout team, man. And I think we're going to find out a little bit more about the Cincinnati Bengals moving on. The Titans are still number nine on the list and number eight on my list. Right above them, back on the list, are the aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals. God, I love this team. I love watching Joe Burrow play football. And this week against the Chiefs will be lit. I love the defense getting better. I do love their kicker. As you know, Evan McPherson, He's uh, he's he had a little bit of a slump in the middle of the season, but the, the guy who can just... Stay out of the locker room during the Super Bowl halftime to watch Snoop Dogg is re- re- re-emerged. And the uh, Bengals going into Tennessee, minus Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon, they're number eight on my list because of that. They're back on the list. Number seven are the Minnesota Vikings. They're up two spots. I, 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 I popped them down from the top five all the way to the bottom five with that loss, that dreadful loss to the Dallas Cowboys. But hey, you got to say this about the Minnesota Vikings when they did what they did on Thanksgiving night against the New England Patriots. You're supposed to see Kirk Cousins going to the turtle position under the nationally televised lights. And you're not supposed to see the opponent's best player light it up because that's what Bill Belichick notoriously is supposed to take away from you. And Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins had a night. And I do love their defense despite... Um, a last couple of weeks not performing very well. I do like Big Z and obviously Patrick Peterson's joining us shortly. Put it all together, there's seven. Number six on my list, I keep wanting to put this team in the top five, but the other top five are still so rock solid. The Miami Dolphins are knocking on the door. Let's just put it this way. They beat the 49ers this week. They're in my top five. Tua is just dynamite. I had him number three on my MVP list, one through five, and the top five list that we did in yesterday's show. They're number six, and then the top five, I just had a little bit of a reordering, although the Buffalo Bills are still staying at number five on this list. This is as low as they've ever been all year. They haven't been out of the top five of my power rankings all year long. They're number five after that Josh Allen throw to him uh, in the final drive over the middle with a supposed still gimpy right elbow, and that was concerning to me. I kept hearing that in the broadcast from Tony Romo. 
talking about over and over again about how Josh Allen might be feeling pain in his elbow and he needs to just rip it and throw from the butt from the, you know using his his base and his legs which means Allen might have told Romo something that Romo was kind of dropping nuggets in that broadcast I'm concerned about his elbow but not about the Buffalo Bills to drop them any worse than five number four I did drop him down one I, this offense just sputters at the wrong times man and it's your Dallas Cowboy offense. That's why they need Odell Beckham. Yeah, I dropped him one. I dropped him one. I dropped him one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, dude, going for it. And, uh, I in the you were first about the Niners. No, 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 no. I dropped Dallas one. Dropped us. I did drop you. Who oh, this? I dropped you. I dropped you. If you, if you had an offense better than the one that the Giants brought in, and you turn it over on downs, and you throw an interception, that game had had usual Dallas Cowboy Thanksgiving Day troubles written all over it until Dallas finally. Got its foot and back in the second half of that game. Number three on the list, I'm up one spot, Mike this. are the Eagles. I still take the Eagles over the Cowboys right now. I know Mina Kahn said that it was a, a matchup problem for the Cowboys this next time around. Philadelphia Eagles look so damn impressive on on uh, on Sunday night against Green Bay. And I know Green Bay did have success running the ball against them. Jordan Davis is coming back. And then no change. I know the 49ers did not light it up against the Saints and so many people are discounting him. I think the Saints defense, when they are balling, are one of the best in the NFL. I'm concerned about the Bucs on Monday night for that reason alone. You know they put a number on them. And the 49ers defense, though, carried the day. Sometimes this offense is not going to put it all together against a defense that can really um, really uh, put some pressure on Jimmy G. But I still think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC after... 12 weeks entering week 13 and the Chiefs still sit number one on my power rankings list hey you know it wasn't anything to write home about against the Rams but is there a better combination in the NFL right now than Mahomes and Kelsey there's Tua and Hill right Tua and Hill what else you got for me Mike White and anyone he throws to. Good one. Kirk <laughs> Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously pretty good. Mahomes to Kelsey. <laughs> that might be number one in the league, too. Mike White and anyone. He and throws. anyone he throws to. <laughs> I'd love it. Including just a you know, little dump-off pass, a little screen. Uh, Mac mm-hmm. Jones and Hunter Henry when the refs call it right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Nice and bitter. That's my power rankings here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's take a break. Patrick Peterson of the Minnesota Vikings is going to be joining number us four? on the other side. Yes, number four. I'm texting Micah right Dude, now. Dude, go second. get Odell Beckham Jr. You need Hold him. On. I'm just saying. You could use him. Dear Micah, you won't believe what Rich just said. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because sleep number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. JD Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40% on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is uh, one of our favorites. It's been a while. When was the last time Patrick Peterson was on this I program? I think last time he called in, he was on the golf course, actually. Oh, let's see where he is right now. Joining us from the Minnesota Vikings, fresh off a Thanksgiving night win against the New England Patriots from your NFC North-leading Minnesota Vikings, Patrick Peterson. How you doing, Patrick? I'm doing great. You yourself, Rich? Are you golfing now? Where are you? Nah, nah I'm, uh, I'm in my car right now. And back to the facility, and the road is white as ice. That's right. Now, that's a very oh, no. stupid thing for me to say. Clearly, <laughs> when you were in Arizona, we could talk about playing golf on November 30th. Right. That ain't happening right now for you. <laughs> no. Nah, right? Nah, that's definitely not happening here in Minnesota. What a dumb question no for me to start with right now. What a dumb way for me. Of course you're not playing golf. It's not dumb questions, Rich. Just you not know. playing golf. So, do you do any winter sports? Are you a winter sports guy at all, Patrick? <laughs> I am not a winter sport guy at all, but Rich, I did. Yes. You know, uh, PlayStation just did. Uh, uh, Sony just sent me over a PlayStation. Okay. I did just get the new uh, Tiger Woods golf game. Oh, oh there you And go. I'm pretty legit right now. My handicap on there is a minus five right now. <laughs> oh, so you're I'm giving five shots back to the virtual course? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Every, every ball is down the fairway. I just, I just got to work on the putting. Okay. Not as you know. That's that's the key. That's the key, whether it's virtual or real. Oh my gosh. So uh it is it is uh how was the Thanksgiving when was the last time you played on Thanksgiving? Is that a first for this you too? My first, yeah, this was a first for me. And that? the day was kinda the same as it's been in the past because we had the later game. Mm-hmm. So I you know, got home around eleven and we had meetings in the morning, had a little Thanksgiving lunch. Um, around twelve thirty ish. Okay. Didn't eat too crazy because I'm not a real big eater on game day. Don't want to be too heavy. And we all know what Thanksgiving food can do after a couple hours. So I didn't want to indulge too much. <laughs> so I did have a plate. The wife did an amazing job of uh, whipping up the Thanksgiving dinner. We had stuff. We had turkey. We had some mac and cheese. We had uh, we had some uh, 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 some yams. We had a little bit of everything. But I had to go on a little bit on the light side. But after the game, Rich. Yes, sir. I dug in. What'd you do? <laughs> well, wait a hold on a minute. So, oh, like a I midnight? Got, you had I a got, midnight a dinner you, plate. You had a midnight dinner plate? Is that what you did? Oh, yeah. A big one, too. Oh, you also had the turkey leg, right? You got the turkey leg. Yes, and yeah, I had the turkey leg before before I got home to have uh, the wife's turkey leg. <laughs> so, uh, how was the NBC turkey leg? Was it properly cooked? What do you got? What happened? It was, it, it was, it was properly cooked, but it was a little bit on the, the dry side, mm. so... Coming from a chef, you know, a chef P2, I think they need to do a little bit of a cook it, take the cooking time 
up a little bit. Don't think it's so early. Did you just refer to yourself as Chef P2? Did I just hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rich. I, yeah, I can I can really throw down, Rich. I really can. <laughs> All right. Give it, what, what's the dish? What, if, if I come uh, over to honestly, the Peterson house, what do you got? What do we got? Man, honestly, Rich, we're, 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 I, I make whatever you feel like eating. Ooh, really? Ooh. Really? Well, I'm really. lucky for you. I, 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 I don't have very. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a spice guy. You know. So I can get you a. So you'll be good with uh, a ham and a ham and cheese sandwich. Then well, you not exactly ham. Certainly right. not on Friday night for me, Patrick. But I mean, you know, you. I'm not. I know you spent time in Baton Rouge. I'm not really a spice oh, guy. Oh, I'm not that guy. I'm straight up. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm like a Thanksgiving dinner is really, you know, that's that for me is right. That that hits us. Italian food. Can you cook? Oh, a, yeah, what do you got? Man, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a master of pasta, man. <laughs> I just made a pasta last night that was so good. I had to bring it in to some of the people at the staff to to try it. Well, what do you what, hold on like, a second? Really when you say good. pasta, though, I mean, are you are you making it from scratch? You're just boiling water and putting it in a pot. No, no. I mean, what do we got? So why, when I'm when I'm home, when I'm back home, because I'm in Minnesota now. When I'm home, Impressive. I do make my own pasta. Impressive. But yes. when I'm here, I did boil my water, but I made my own sauce. Oh, what's the sauce? What is it? Uh, I made a little Mardi Gras sauce last night. So it had a little lemon, a little white wine. Wow. Uh, had a little scallops in there, on, uh, uh, green onions, a little garlic. Little, uh, what a, what a, oh, I had some uh, some cream, some um, some heavy whipping cream in there to make the white sauce. Man, I, hey, I got it, man. <laughs> well, speaking of white and sauce, ready for the turn here? Mike White oh, and yeah, Sauce Gardner are coming to town. <laughs> wow, how man. about that? Well they are. What do you they think? Are. I set you up for that one. Yes. Yeah, I feel. I feel like it's that, that meme, right? What what LeBron's dunking and and Dwayne Wade is just like put his arms out, like <laughs> like Russ at midfield. It's it right there. Yeah, Russ at midfield. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, what are you seeing on film already for the Mike White experience? You checking out that film already? Have you got? Have you oh, yeah, into it? Oh, definitely checked out the film. Mike White. Um, just looking at from the game last week, mm-hmm. you can just tell that he's a guy that's not going to put his team in bad situations though you can, you can you, looking at the tape you can you can tell that the office coordinator trusts trust him you know the offense really haven't changed much i'll probably say the biggest difference is he's not turning the ball over you know so we know we have our our plate full on trying to force him into mistakes uh, we know that he's very very smart with the football and having a big game last week that that does nothing but grow more confidence um, in his in his coordinator and play caller to be able to unleash him a little bit more. So um, it's a little bit dangerous, you know, going into this situation, not having much film on him and having the game that he had last week. You kind of you kind of go in there, kind of hoping that you know what's gonna what's gonna happen. But after the first 15 plays in the game, you kind of get a, a general idea of how they want to attack you. Well, I mean, and, the, uh, sauce, uh, you go there. for it, please. Yeah, go for it, Sauce. What do you think? Yeah. Man, Sauce has just been phenomenal. You know, I haven't been able to watch much film on him, but, you know, just seeing some of the highlights, just watching his movements. Uh, the thing I love about him um, the most is that he played with his, his length very well. You know, he has very, very long arms, can put his hands on receivers, very physical at the line of scrimmage. Um, the guy has everything in uh, in his game to be, you know, known as uh, a great cornerback in his league. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to be intrigued to see how his career unfolds, but 
he's starting off on the right foot for sure. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of uh, heat around this young man in terms of um, you know uh, uh, hype talk, and he certainly walks it too. I mean, he is backed oh, up. Yeah. He's backed up a lot of this hype. Uh, I'm wondering, you must have a front row seat to watching Justin Jefferson prepare for games in which somebody of Sauce's um, level uh, and hype uh, surrounding uh, a young guy. You know, not everyone's. There's a few people with this sort of game who is actually younger than Justin Jefferson, where he's the OG in the matchup. But I, I'm I'm just wondering, uh, does he does he approach a game like this saying, "I'll show him that he's got his hands full," that sort of thing? Patrick? No, not at all. No, not at all. Justin wants to just show up and play his game each and every Sunday. What people are accustomed to seeing, you know, him do on a on 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 a um, on a on a Sunday basis. You know, so for the most part, you know, Justin is looking at this matchup as he look at each and every other matchup. You know, he want to go out there. He know he's going to get team's best shot. He know he's going to you know get you know double uh, double team two man. He has to find a way to overcome that, and he's been doing a great job of that throughout this season. And uh, no matchup is ever too big for him, or I, I don't think he, you know, put any matchup above the other one. He just want to go out there and try to perform at his best each and every time he step out there on the football field. What was it like, Patrick Peterson, in the film room, if you did watch it as a group, watching back his catch against the Buffalo Bills on that fourth down? What was that like? pretty wild man guys still was just amazed on you know him catching the ball i had a front row seat i was right on the sideline when the play all unfold unfolded because it's fourth fourth and 18 we have to get this we have to get this first down if we don't the game is pretty much over so i wanted to see everything that happened i i, I saw kirk get the snap i saw him get a little uh, under pressure a little bit that back hit stepped up uh, in the pocket and he delivered a high ball. When I first saw it, I was like, damn, I looked like it was a little bit too high. And just Justin just went in and climbed the ladder, ladder to make a great play for us. But guys were still amazed mm. after seeing it on the plane the next day, the day after that, when he got the uh, offensive uh, and the, uh, player of the, uh, of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kept being you know, a, a fun reminder on how amazing uh, Justin is for us. Patrick Peterson here on the Rich Eisen Show. Obviously, the Eagles, Cowboys, they're right there uh, in the NFC East, the Northeast Corridor, where there's a lot of media attention for Philadelphia. The 49ers go ahead, get McCaffrey. Those are the teams that we hear quite a bit about. And then there's the 9-2 and Vikings. Um, What's your sense of the uh, value that people are placing in your team and and your chances to shock everybody who you think uh, don't really – need to be shocked what do you got for me on that well honestly rich you know all the talk about teams and who's the better team who's the best team really don't matter at this point <laughs> you know at the end of the day we we just want to continue doing the things that we need to do to be one of those 14 teams in the playoffs then from there all bets are off you know because you can go back year after year after year after year the number one teams that's that's been you know Guys who've been predicted to win Super Bowls haven't won the Super Bowls. Like last year, nobody even thought the Bengals would make the playoffs. You know, the, the, you know, the year after that, nobody thought that you know Tennessee would continue to to put on the run that they've been putting on. Nobody's been talking about them for years, and they've been in you know two or three NFC, you know, two or one NFC championship, you know, winning season every year. Only thing that we want to do is worry about us. 
we want to continue to talk about us. You know, long as we long as we know what we're doing each and every week, and we're collecting dubs at the end of the day, we want to be talked about at the end of the season. So being talked about now is all fine and dandy with us because it really don't matter. And what are you seeing out of Cousins, man? Well, what's happening on the plane when he takes his shirt off? What the hell's going on at 35,000 feet, Patrick? <laughs> what's going on there? I think, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, uh, we wanted to kind of up each and every one that we did. Um, <laughs> I think we kind of ran out of uh, options now, so I don't know what's going to happen I love <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're home, man. Um, you know, you don't have to try, you know, on the plane. Let me see your next road game. You're at Detroit. I don't know if you boss there. Um, hold on a minute. Yeah, and then at Green Bay, at Chicago. Okay. Maybe you don't have to worry about many plane flights at all on that front. Yeah, we don't have to worry about many plane flights, but at the same time, it's going to be cold in those places, so yeah. we don't want to catch any pneumonia or anything it. like that. Yeah, shirt's on, man. It's a shirt's on situation from here on out. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, no doubt. But it does seem like you guys love him. It does seem like you guys uh, rally around Kirk Cousins, Patrick. It looks yeah, like it to yeah, me. Man, man, Kurt is Kurt is the man, man. And it's just the way he carry himself and the way he just fit right in as one of the guys. It just it goes a long way because you know I play. You know you could be in, been on a bunch of teams to where the quarterback is the quarterback. He's not he he's not participating in some of the the team you know functions or. Um, and, and things like that, as far as taking a shirt off, putting a bunch of chains on, you just don't see that, you know, around the league. And, and, and Kirk, he understands how much, you know, he means to us and you know, how much we love to see him come out of his shell as well. It just it just makes it that much more fun. So uh, it's just say, let's say Kirk Cousins has a birthday party at his house, right? Um, <laughs> how many how many how many how many guys show up to his birthday party? Patrick, what do you think? Oh, everybody's showing up. <laughs> and if, 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 if Kirk's inviting everybody to the party, mm-hmm. everybody's showing up. Okay. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Wow. Just want to know. Oh. Did you hear that story out of Denver? Did you hear about that story, Patrick? Must not have. You got... Uh-uh. What happened? Uh, <laughs> I, heard, I, heard oh, no. somebody, I heard someone reference to it. Was it no one came to us? Well, not brother? no one. Well, Apparently only not half. everybody. Not everyone. A half full. Let's be positive. His party was half, half full, full of his teammates. Half yes. of 53. That's a lot when, of people. When did, he, when, when, when did he have it? He had it on a Monday or Tuesday? He had it on an off night. Tuesday. Off night. Yeah, off night. So Tuesday, so you got people got to wake up on Wednesdays. You got practice next day. That's the hardest day of the week. Okay. You should have had it on a Monday. Was it on a Monday night? Uh, we don't, don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows, Patrick. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. But Kirk's birthday. Kirk's birthday. Kirk's birthday. Soften it up a little bit. That's all. I know. It. Kirk is his birthday is one. Is is it in August? Is that what August nineteenth? Okay, yeah. there you go. You have it in training camp. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and certainly in the summer, it's easier to take your shirt off. Yeah. You know, and have a Patrick's birthday is July the eleventh. July eleventh. Everyone will come. Everyone's coming to yours. Yeah. Okay. So the only thing about mine is um, my birthday is always in Tahoe. So I'm always at oh. Edgewood, Tahoe, the week of my birthday. Playing and, yes, I have all of my friends there. Uh, however many guys that's in the, in the tournament, we all have a great time on my birthday. Okay. Very good. And it, and it's just like, I guess, like uh, Russ's birthday party at the Stableford scoring system. The positives are the negatives, right? <laughs> just like that. Positives are the negatives. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Wow. Patrick Peterson, good luck to you, sir. Oh, one last thing. Uh, is LSU going to shake things up on the college football playoff stuff this weekend or what? Man, I, don't, I don't know. Is, uh, is Daniels out? I saw he took a big hit. 
I haven't got any information on. Uh, Chris, you're our Georgia Bulldog expert. Is he? Is he out? Do we uh, know? The Google looks machine. Like, it looks like Jane's gonna play. It looks like it. Looks like he's playing. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna give him. A run. We're gonna give him a run for a month for the money. Then we're gonna shock the world. Okay. Go Tigers. There you go. Thank you, Patrick Peterson. Be well. <laughs> Chat soon. Hi, Rich. Always good. Great talk to you. Guys. Right back at you at P two on Twitter. Give him a follow at Real Patrick Peterson on Instagram. He's one of our favorites right there. Boy, we're dumb. <laughs> we're so stupid. That's the whole point. Oh, the birthday thing? No. Oh. oh. That's what the first question is oh, like, are you playing oh, golf? Yeah, yeah, well. He's in Minnesota. <laughs> it's November 30th. You're on the golf course? You never know. I mean, Rich, Come on. global warming? I don't know. Please. Jeez. Rich is going to not. Rich is going to think about this the rest of the week. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. Just tonight. <laughs> 844-204-RICH. Number to We'll wrap up this show in a moment. And Chris Brockman will use this commercial break to focus fully on the match he's been half paying attention to the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, folks. That's a fun show, huh? Yeah, man. Happy, <laughs> yeah, man. Happy 60th birthday, Bo Jackson. Vincent Edward Bo Jackson. 60th birthday today. 35 years ago, he celebrated his 25th birthday in the old kingdom <laughs> on a Monday night where he runs one. 91 yards down the left sideline and into the tunnel for a touchdown. And everybody go YouTube it. He outruns his blockers to the sideline and beats everyone, Kenny Easley and everyone else on defense, to the sideline and goes untouched. Watch it. There's a bit of a false start, too, that isn't called, thank God. The fullback in front of him kind of moves early. Really? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. But I'll, he I'll post it on outruns everyone to the sideline and then outruns everyone up the sideline. It's breathtaking. He's so fast. And then 
we all know famously later in the game it was a two-yard run that everyone remembers as well where the boss was standing in his way and he ran through him. You know, I, I think after all these years, the boss has gotten a bad rap on that play. You go back and watch that. Lawrence Taylor's getting run over there. He like he Ray didn't. Lewis is getting run. Any name the greatest linebacker ever on that play on two yards. They're all getting run through. Boz didn't get pancaked. No, either. like he didn't wind he up on his him back a little bit. But I, yeah, looking back, I think Boz is kind of like taking some shrapnel. That who was going to stop Bo on that play? Nobody. I don't think anybody could stop Bo that night. He no. celebrated his twenty fifth birthday in the Kingdom, and then there's another Kingdom video I tweeted out today. It's a throw in the kingdom he made from the left field warning track. Okay. To where? Home plate. Beating Harold Reynolds, HR Puffin stuff, who got a great <laughs> jump on the pitch. He's stealing second. He hit and run, and the ball goes all the way to the left field wall. And Bo throws a strike. On the fly to Bob Boone, father of Aaron Boone, current Yankees manager. And Harold Reynolds is out at the plate by a couple of feet. And there's a massive argument that ensues. Jim Lefevre, who was their uh, manager at the time, comes out. And the reason why there's such a major argument wasn't arguing with the out call because they thought he was safe. They were arguing with the out call because the home plate umpire had to make the call all the way out at third base up the line because the third base umpire went all the way out to the left field wall to follow the ball. And the first base umpire didn't come home to home plate to make the call because nobody thought Bo could make the throw from where he made it. Like mass confusion reigned after a th- when was the last time you saw a throw like that and then you watch the replay Harold Reynolds as he's running rounding third and going home runs past the home plate umpire who's running out <laughs> running left, up running up right <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before and then you just see Bo just like stick his hey. his uniform back in his pants because hey, hey, ho-hum yeah that's How it the only throw like that too is remember Ichiro's rookie year he had a throw like that Thrown out a guy at third. Unbelievable. Where you're like, whoa. And by the way, Harold Reynolds it was, had a jump. I know. Like, and he's he one took... of those he was he was one of the best base dealers of his time. And I'll just a food for thought question. Bo Jackson, is he the best baseball player to not be in the baseball hall of fame? And is he the best football player to not be in the pro football hall of fame? Well, uh, I know, I know. Uh, I'm just Barry saying, Lamar skill set, skill set, in the hall skill of fame. Skill set, so. skill set, skill set. Just throw it out there. Uh. His first home run nearly left Kansas City. It, it rests at the top of the green grass area, at the very top. I mean, the stuff he would do, thanks to Patrick Peterson, Mina Kimes, and Desmond Howard for being on this program. Everybody enjoy your Wednesday. We'll chat with you on Thursday.